0: Welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook, and this is episode 12. And in this episode, we'll break down my overview of the free safety and strong safety NFL draft prospects. I just finished grading both the free and strong safeties, Deep class, in my opinion, as it always is. You just have to dig a little deeper. But as always, you can follow me on Twitter at FBallGamePlan. Also follow our football game plan scouting Twitter handle as well, FBGPScouting. Uh, next week, I'm happy to announce we'll start recording our video scouting reports that will lay out on YouTube, on our website, and also on that Twitter handle at FBGPScouting, as well as on the website, footballgameplan.com slash FBGPScouting. So also subscribe to the YouTube channel where you can get those updates on each and every position, each and every player that we unveil at youtube.com slash footballgameplan. Don't forget to become a fan of ours on Facebook and follow me on Instagram as well. Well, no real storylines here, other than the combine is underway. People are already flipping out on height, weight, hand size, bench press. And I get it. It's something new. It's something interactive. It's something football-wise that you get to talk about uh, in this point of the offseason. And it's all exciting. And the combine is an exciting time. I'm always interested to see, like I said last podcast, who's the fastest. You want to see who's the fastest guy. So when I think the O-line and running backs run tomorrow... That'll be something that you want to check out. So I don't have really any issues of what went on today. A lot of people are just reporting what happened. You know, there's a market for everything. So I'll let those guys work their angles and what they say. But you should never raise or lower someone's stock based off their arm size or arm length, hand size, bench press reps. I know everyone's talking about Donnell Pumphrey's five reps on the bench press. But, hey, I mean, his game is not about power. It's not about uh, strength. His game is about quickness and speed. We saw a guy in Fred Smoot do one rep on the bench press and got up laughing, and he went in the first round. So I'm just saying that don't put too much stock in, in these bench press numbers, guys. Sometimes guys just may not be naturally strong. Now, if he was doing five reps on the bench press, but in the game he's running over people like like Brandon Jacobs, then, yeah, you you'll have some questions. But, if what you're seeing in the weight room is translating on the field, then there's your answer for, for why he only did five reps uh, on the bench press. But I digress. A question we got from Twitter, at I-T-Huddle, L-L, that's I-T-Huddle, H-U-D-D-L-L-E. Great people over there and inside the huddle, they do a great job. He asked a question. He would likes to like to hear my take on what the Bucks should do at safety, given their two guys are free agents plus the struggles there. Well, defensively, great question by the way. I just think defensively for Tampa Bay, if I can pull up their roster, it for me, we know their pass rush is going to be where where they're going to hang their hat defensively, like they did last year. They just was starting getting, uh, they just was starting to get. Um, what they wanted out that defensive line, their linebacking core, I think, is excellent with Quan uh, Alexander, Levante David, and um, you know Daryl Smith. Uh, I like Cameron Lynch as well, back up over there. You know he was a guy I really like coming out of Syracuse. But you look at their safeties, Chris Conte is a free is a free agent. Bradley McDougal is another free agent. Ryan Smith, you got to remember they drafted him last year. I think he's going to step in and be that free safety. Out of North Carolina Central, I thought he was a solid player. Played corner in college, but also played safety. So he has those ball skills that you look for at the position. He's going to read, react and drive on a football, make a play. Um, they're solid at the cornerback position. So I think they need a strong safety. And when you look at this day and age of safeties, that strong safety that have to be able to cover, um, I think those guys would be more in demand for Tampa Bay. Let's say like a, a Lorenzo Jerome out of St. Francis. You know, he's a guy that's a that's a combo safety. You can play him at free or strong. He played corner as well in college. Slap him right next to Ryan Smith, and you can play Jerome all over the field. So he's the type of guy that has those ball skills, has the return skills. He doesn't drop interceptions. Uh, he graded out pretty high for me, actually. Um, and I think when you pair him up with a guy like Ryan Smith, and – how interchangeable their roles would be in my opinion, or I'm guessing and how they would utilize that. Mike Smith, he'd have two guys back there to have ball skills. And I think that's what you want. Defense, defensive defensive lines of line to get pressure on the back. end, you have guys like Vernon Hargraves, Brent, Brent Grimes, uh, Ryan Smith. And if you add a Lorenzo Jerome, you're adding a guy, another guy that, that can get his hands on a football. And I think that's where Tampa will probably go. So, That's one little uh, tidbit I would give you on that. I wouldn't be surprised to go with someone like Jabril Peppers either because of how talented he is with the ball in his hand. So Tampa has options. This is a good draft for those combo safeties uh, that can play free or strong and also has ball skills. So great question inside the huddle. Um, Looking at the free safety position, my top overall free safety in this year's draft class is Buda Baker. I know a lot of people have Malik Hooker out of Ohio State. It's not a bad choice, but in my opinion, Buda Baker graded out just a little bit better. One, he's healthy. Number two, I love his aggressiveness, and I compared his game to LaMarcus Joyner, who plays for the Los Angeles Rams. I love how active he is. I think he can play anywhere in that secondary, um, and he's not afraid to tackle. I think that's where... You look at him over a Malik Hooker, and that's the the, the issue you have with Hooker. Okay, his tackling effort is inconsistent, takes bad angles at times in pertaining to the running game. So that's where I would slide Baker slightly above Hooker. But Baker, to me, was the overall top safety. Uh, an underrated guy uh, in this draft class for the safety position, I believe, is Fish Smithson. He had a really good East-West Ryan game. He's always around the football He's not afraid to get in there and make a tackle. Um, I like how he plays. You look at the 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 uh, Shrine Game practices. He was all over the field, Um, even during the 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 entire week of practice. This is a guy that was making plays in a running game. You know, he's five nine, five ten, about two hundred pounds. Um, shorter guy, but he, he's he's playing like a linebacker, um, but also can get back and, and play half a field coverage. He can also play in, in the alley pretty well because, again, he's very good versus the run as far as driving up and making a play. So I like Fish Smithson. I think he's an underrated guy. A deep sleeper. You know, I like these deep sleepers. Uh, free safety is Adam Jones of Northwestern State. To me, he's a guy that has Darren Sharper liked skills as far as a big physical free safety with good range, ball skills, and a sure tackler in the open field. I really like Adam Jones playing. You know, obviously I'm watching three games of of these guys before I make a grade, and every game he was just making a big play, a crucial play, tracking the ball well over his shoulder, getting from hash to sideline to make a play on the ball, making a – acrobatic interception or flying up uh, in the alley to make a stop at the line of scrimmage against the run. So Adam Jones, if you haven't seen him play, see if you can find his film, Northwestern State, six three two oh nine. So a taller, bigger free safety with ball skills and is a very good tackler. He's one of the most underrated guys, um, I believe, in this group for, for the free safeties. Another underrated guy i give you uh, is Jock Bryant of Florida a and I was very impressed with his his quickness. I think he's one of those guys that can also double as a slot corner uh, in certain situations. You want to get three safeties out there, but you don't want to put one at, at the linebacker position. You put him in a slot, I think he could excel in that role. So it's a nice, versatile group of free safeties in this year's draft class. Moving on to strong safeties, my top overall strong safety, I'll give you a little bit of tidbit. My top overall my top two overall strong safeties, Jabril Peppers, and also Lorenzo Jerome. Now, people will flip out because Jamal Adams isn't right where he is. Uh, he shouldn't. He should be number one according to some people. They may have him number one on their board. And again, not much separates Jabril Peppers to Jamal Adams. They all graded very closely. You're talking about a half a point to a, to a point here. So, think very highly of all three. I just think Jabril Jabril Peppers uh, does a little bit more, uh, provides a little bit more versatility. And it's not to say Jamal Adams is not as versatile. People forget he was a deep safety as a freshman and was really bursting on the scene, always around the ball and everything like that. So he's been good for three straight years. Uh, I just think Peppers – His game is being vastly underrated right now, and I'm a big fan of what he can do with the ball in his hands, how he's able to play in the slot, how he's able to take stuff away in a running game. He may not make the tackle, but he can funnel and flush things very well to his help, and I think that's an underrated part of when you're looking at Peppers and how he plays. He's not a linebacker. He's a strong safety, and I think he's better in a read and react mode and also in man coverage, as opposed to strictly back deep third or trying to get him to, you know, man up on, on a tight end. I think you could find situations to to where he can have success, which adds to the value of what he brings to the team. Very underrated guy. Um, Leon McQuay, you know, again, another shrine game participant. He was a tremendous high school football player can play both free or strong safety I like the way he's able to blitz off the edge. He's a good blitzer. He can come from deep third all the way through the A-gap or B gap and get to the quarterback and affect the throw. He may not hit the guy, but the quarterback will rush that pass and get rid of that football quickly. Leon McQuay is a really good player. Uh good heady, smart player, good ball skills as well. Um, when he get when he signed with USC, he also signed the same year that Sewell Cravens did. I was like, oh, my goodness. They're going to have two tremendous ball hawking safeties back there. Uh, Cravens became a pseudo linebacker. Um, McQuay became a strong safety with situationally playing free. But you like how he's able to do both, and you like how – He's able to excel at both, and he had a very good week of practice at the East-West Shrine game, also was a very solid player in the actual game itself. But I think his game right now is being vastly underrated. A deep sleeper, Nico Murray out of Tulane. 5'8", 200 pounds, played linebacker at Tulane, and i I seen him live versus Rutgers in 2014. Uh, Also saw him versus... Uh, southeastern Louisiana in 2014, and he's been a starter for four years. And every time you watch a Tulane game while you're doing film work on Tanzel Smart, you're seeing Nico Marley make plays constantly, constantly. He calls defenses. He's constantly making plays and is very aware. I like when he's dropping back in coverage He's, he's trying to find the right the route concepts. He understands what offenses are trying to do to attack them, which is why he's always taking away at least one passing window when he drops back. People will look at his size and knock him on his size, but size is not a skill. His production versus the run, blitzing, and also in coverage makes him an ideal player slot safety or nickel safety you know he has experience playing in the box why not use him in that situation and a lot of people will say well how he's going to get off a block at five eight two hundred pounds well he has done so throughout the course of his career so you have video of him doing that so don't knock him because of his size find another reason to knock his game but i'll tell you right now he's one that you want on your team he's always around the football he's a smart football player obviously he went to Tulane, a very smart program uh smart University. And I know he got great coaching throughout the course of his career. And again, when you're starting, um, as a freshman, as a sophomore, as a junior, a senior, you've been around a lot of football. You've seen a lot. You, you, he's been through two coaching staffs. So he's been coached up by at least eight different coaches. Um, you know, just talking about from staff alone. So he's got coached up a, a lot. He, he's played with some, some great talent and has always been a constant contributor on that defense. So I think he's been vastly underrated, um, and I really like his game. I I know I just went on a soapbox for Nico Marley, but Marley, in my opinion, is one of those guys, those football players that you want on your team, whether it's on special teams, whether it's just in nickel situations, you want Nico Marley on your squad. So that's it for this episode, guys. I gave you some sleepers, my overall uh, graded, prospects at the position, both free and strong safety tomorrow. I will definitely enjoy diving into the cornerback position because it's the last position before we can get these videos out to you guys. And also I will be breaking down the combine at fantasy sports network studios tomorrow from 11 to one. So be sure to tune in there. I think it's, I believe it's on TV. And also you can download the fantasy sports network app and you can listen to it on your Android or iPhone um, we're going to be breaking down the combine live. We're going to be having the con- we're going to have the combine up in the studio, uh, doing doing that way. Break, breaking down. I want to say the running backs are tomorrow, so that's what we'll be doing. So, download the Fantasy Sports Network app. Be sure to tune in. Check your local listings or where you can find it on on TV. Also, follow me on Twitter at fballgameplan and always follow at fbgpscouting. That's where you're going to get all of that scouting con- content coming your way next week.